dad without a dad production. What about a talk show host? <laughs> talk show host, that's good. <laughs> I think I'd be good at that. I talk to people all the time. Someone even told me once they thought I'd be a good talk show host. Really? Yeah, a couple of people. <laughs> How do you get that, though? Where do you start? Well, that's where it gets tricky. You can't just walk into a building and say, I want to be a talk show host. I wouldn't think so. Hey, everybody, and welcome to L.A. Preneurs. That is L.A. Preneurs. This is a podcast dedicated to entrepreneurship and entrepreneurs worldwide. My name is Jose de la Roca, and you can follow me anywhere at Mr. Jose de la Roca. That is at Mr. Jose de la Roca. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. This podcast is basically dedicated for any entrepreneur out there that wants to stop by, tell us how they became an entrepreneur, or if they're in their way of becoming one, or how you made your side gig your business. That's what I'm interesting about because there's so many entrepreneurs out there that I want to give, uh, you know, how they made things away. Basically, the pie is so big that I, every time somebody says, oh, I'm not going to give you my secrets, I'm like, but the pie is so big. We all should share our secrets or just tell people that if I was able to do it, so can you. And that's basically what it is. I want to not only support entrepreneurs out there, I want to promote them as well, but I want them to stop by and tell us how they did it or how they're doing or how they're changing the world or doing great things. And today, I actually have a lot of questions to my next guest and i'm very very i'm like very happy that she is here with us not only because she's from new york uh not only because she is also a writer but she's also a chiropractor and uh for people who know me they know my history about uh back pain since i was 18 this is way too many years ago so not only i'm happy uh, to have cynthia hay here but i also want to know about her book because i tell people that i like to work out uh that i i don't like to do diets i just try to eat healthy but she's here she's going to tell us all about her new book and maybe i'm going to ask her a couple questions about her practice so cynthia hay thank you very much for stopping by welcome thank you so much jose i'm really happy to be here and thank you for having me as a guest so tell us a little bit about this uh, book that you have, and uh, I'm very curious about it because the title is just, it's like speaks to me. Yes. Well, when you just said that you like to live healthy and not be too strict about things, that's exactly how I feel. And that's why I titled the book Soft Health, a handbook for those who aren't motivated by killer workouts and strict diets. I just wanted to really give a big shout out to moderation um, because I do feel that sometimes the extremes in diet and exercise get a lot of hype and a lot of attention. But for many people, I, there are some people who can do that and they love that. But for other people, it can be a little bit daunting and then kind of the reverse, like demotivating if they feel like, oh, that's just not me, then they could become discouraged. So I wanted to give kind of an outline and a framework of moderate living and diet and exercise to help people who who don't really like the extremes and to show them, look, you can be just as healthy this way, and here's a framework on how to do that. 
and it's um, my my goal (laughs) and actually kind of speaks to me because um i've been suffering from i guess uh weight issues since i was little uh i remember when i was they used to call me by the way they used to call me eminem when i was little because i was literally super tiny and round so they used to call me eminem when i was a little Uh kid and i struggled with uh uh, weight a lot and then once i started actually working out and then uh eating less because i was you know in a third world country where my mom would tell me if you don't eat everything you know people in africa Uh are you dying and i will eat like I think everything and whatever, and I will eat. I don't think I will. I was eating better than here because the food over there is fresher, and I didn't have so many like uh, McDonald's and stuff like that. But I was still eating that as I'm supposed to eat, you know. But I struggled mm-hmm. with weight all my life, and when I came here, I finally started doing a lot of exercises, and uh, uh-huh. I dedicated myself to, you know, lose weight. And I think I was uh 120 when i graduated from high school i put a few pounds after that and then i had a a drinking problem and that put a lot of weight on me but i Mm -hmm. i've been struggling with weight in a way all my life and i just discovered one day that if i just you know eat better and not as much and i tone it down on the workouts because i remember one time i wanted to like you know be that guy on tv that i want to push myself and want to be like oh i could do all that stuff and i kind of injure myself a little bit and then now i have like elbow issues whenever it's cold and stuff like that but uh uh, and but i think that's where you're going with right yeah exactly it's because right if you can you can over push yourself and then if you're injured it's harder to exercise at all so it is great to learn safe, uh, safe form, whatever you're doing to learn it the right way. And then if you do want to increase, you can do it gradually to a point that you're not overstressing your body. So definitely, if if you're not familiar with the right forms, for example, with weightlifting, it's really good to hire a trainer and learn the basics first. And then if you want to continue on your own, you'll at least know the proper way to do that. I was very lucky uh, when I was in high school, my dad was really interested in weightlifting and he did a lot of reading about it and was very careful with the forms. And he taught me at that young age, all of the, the, the main exercises and how to do them right. And I learned the machines and free weights. And lo and behold, for me, I learned that research supports this too, but I experienced it myself was that it was definitely as much mental and emotional as it was physical. It was like therapy for me. I, I, I did those weights and, and I thought about my form and it quieted my anxiety. I, I wasn't focused as much on my problems and my stressors because I was just thinking about what I was doing in there. And um, that still motivates me. It's like kind of like peaceful time for me when I'm in the gym. I don't have to be responsible for anyone else. It's just time to think about the right forms and doing things that are healthy for me, choosing a nice playlist. And uh, like I said, it's, it's mental, physical, and emotional. That's right. Uh, I still remember when um, I was in a syndicated morning show and I was making, let's just say, extra money and money that probably a 20, 
three-year-old shouldn't be making, I decided to join one of those fancy gyms. I used to park my yeah. car next to Mercedes. And then I was paying, like, at that time, like, $100 a month. This is, like, way long time ago. Uh, and um, now I look back and I realize how... Uh, and some people do need the gym. They need to get out of the house. They need to have that time of themselves, go to a place mm -hmm. where they have different machines mm -hmm. and stuff like that. But I'm against gyms. Um, in my personal experience, I feel that if you have a patio, all you need is your weight and maybe a little bit of uh, like uh, a mat and uh, some weights. But I think like um, my nephew uh, and I'm not an expert, by the way, and I'm just telling you what I think I yeah. do. But you're here for to tell me whether I'm uh, I'm, I'm right or wrong. I my nephew, uh -huh. uh, he's uh, he's about to be almost six foot uh, tall. and He's only 15. And he was struggling with uh, a little bit of weight uh, during this uh, thing that we are going through and still a little bit going through. And then uh, he called me one day. And he's like, hey, I want to lose some weight because um, he knows that I exercise a lot. I've been exercising all my life and things like that. And I told him, uh -huh. look, it's uh, I, I paid uh, this guy who was a trainer for uh, a, a soccer team uh, some money one time and then he taught me simple exercises that people don't uh, kind of know and they don't think it's exercises but it is so I told him all right so today you're going to uh, you know first of all I always you know preach this to my girlfriend to all my loved ones and everything that yeah. I, I I tell people is just to my loved ones because the, the I think I feel like the only people I could help is my loved ones because I don't want to tell other people what to do but uh, I tell uh -huh. my girlfriend and my nephew please stretch please stretch like stretch 15 minutes before and 15 minutes after stretching uh -huh. if you don't stretch you're gonna hurt yourself so uh, if anybody wants to take something away from this podcast from me stretch before mm -hmm. and after please stretch you have to stretch 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 anyways so I, I told I, I told my nephew I was like hey stretch and today you're just going to uh stand and then you're going to lay on your back and then you're going to stand and he's like that's it I'm like yeah you're going to do it until you can't and I'm and he's mm -hmm. like what, what what do you mean I'm like trust me just do it and then he called me like 15 minutes later Oh, I see what you mean. And it's funny because I went to a, 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 a trainer and he told me, he's like, today we're just going to do one exercise. You're going to do what I just said. And, you know, I don't know about you, but simple little exercises could, you know, take a lot from you, right? Absolutely. And actually, I definitely do that. Um, in chapter one of the book, I do give a home routine that has six main moves in it. And... It's very simple, and just like what you said, the, you, the only equipment you really need are some light dumbbells, and you can use a resistance band for it also if you'd like, but you, you can do it without the resistance band. Um, so either dumbbells and a resistance band or just the dumbbells, and you go through these six moves, and you can advance it if you want to, if you get more comfortable with it and you want to do some more reps and sets and maybe increase the dumbbells, you can. Or you can keep it just really simple like that. And it gives people something they can just do at home. And just like you said with stretches, I'm completely in agreement. And in Chapter 5, I give also a very brief but encompassing what I call streamlined stretching to get the major muscle groups. And that also can be done at home. So even though I personally like the gym, I don't feel that 
it's necessary for everybody. It's just if that works for you. I'm definitely all about doing what is fun for you and what inspires you. And if you prefer to be at home, then I give those tools for home stretching and a little home exercise routine too. I'm I'm on board with everything you said. (laughs) Okay. Well, I mean, uh, I've been trying to stay fit and I always tell people how, uh, the main reason, because I have my my cousin in Guatemala, I'm from Guatemala, and he always, um, you know, talks trash to me. He's like, "Oh, you just exercise so you could look good." I'm like, "No, man. I'm like, uh, one, I have back problems. Uh, two, <laughs> I exercise yeah. because I like to eat, uh, and I'm mm-hmm. I'm tiny. I'm only five feet two, and I always struggle with uh, uh, with my weight. So uh, the only way I could not only you know, de-stress and try to balance my, my weight is because it's to exercise. And I feel like exercising for me, not only helps me with my anxiety, but it ho- helps me. Mm-hmm. Maybe I ate five slices of pizza, which I shouldn't <laughs> not. Uh, and, but <laughs> exercising for me is like one of those things that, uh, it, it's, it's has been part of my life, my whole life. Even when I was a fat boy, a fat, fat, uh, drunk guy uh, I was still will try to exercise so and I tell yeah. people all you need is is your weight and a couple like you know a stretch man I, I do believe that you some people need that especially girls uh, they have all these like things I bought one for my girlfriend so yeah that's pretty cool so you know thanks for I guess agreeing with me because I you know I'm yeah. no I'm no expert you're the expert and everything but I feel like I always tell people please stretch and you mm-hmm. could just do yeah. 15 20 minutes at home and that's basically all you need I mean what do you think Yeah I mean the main thing yes yeah, stretching if you can do that ideally every day but at the very least a few times a week and exercising same thing ideally every day, but if you skip one or two days and you're doing it five days, that's still pretty good. Um, and then you do want to have something that kind of helps your heart rate, even if it's just walking. Um, and then something that challenges your muscles, like we were talking about, like either a home routine or going to the gym. And the reason is both different forms of exercise are really healthy and healthy with each a special benefit. So you want you don't want to miss out on either benefit because when you get the heart rate up, it is more cardioprotective and it helps the heart and lungs to function better. Um, and then it also just burns more calories when you're doing it. And then the strengthening, of course, that's it's going to make you stronger, um, but it also helps to maintain bone mass and maintain muscle mass, which tend to decrease as we get older. Um, and also, when you have more muscle mass, your ability to burn calories, even at rest, increases, like what they call your BMR, basal metabolic rate. So building the muscle will help increase that metabolism, even at rest. So both things are so good for you that you just want to have a little both throughout the week. Let me tell you about Peanut Crunch. These baked peanuts puffs are so delicious, my son and I cannot stop eating them. Seriously, we cannot stop. Peanut Crunch are a delicious and healthy peanut treat. They have the power of vegan peanut protein, rice, beans, and a wonderful crunch that keeps active kids and adults on the go. I came across Peanut Crunch when I was watching Shark Tank, 
and I just decided to help out a fellow Central American entrepreneur and buy his product. So I decided to get it and when I got them, I found out how delicious these baked peanut puffs were and I became hooked ever since. Go check them out at peanut.com. That is P-N-U-F-F.com. P-N-U-F-F.com. And use my promo code de la roca and you will get 10% off your order. I'm telling you guys, I cannot stop eating this great baked peanut puffs. Peanut crunch. P-N-U-F-F.com. That is P-N-U-F-F.com. Promo code de la roca. If you could give me a simple routine, maybe you do, or maybe you tell people, somebody like me that uh, 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 I work at home, I have two jobs, I work from home, I'm also raising mm -hmm. a little boy, uh, my girlfriend goes to work and she comes back in the afternoon, and now I have a puppy and I'm training a puppy, so let's just say my plate is a little full here at home, and yes, my my, yes. my boy is six, and he's very needy, so let's just say I only have 15 minutes uh, for myself to work out. Do you have uh, a little routine that you could, uh, of course, uh, 30 minutes, let's do it 30 minutes, so uh, we could have stretching time here and there. Uh, anything that you would uh, do for you if you only had like, you know, half an hour to do? I pretty much do the one that I mentioned in the book. That's what I do when I'm at home because I, I vary it. Sometimes I do go to the gym, but sometimes I'm too busy or I don't have the time to go there and I wanted to squeeze in something at home. And then I would do this routine, which with the dumbbells, it's your bicep curls. Then there's a behind the head tricep presses. Then some squats where you can use just your body weight or you can hold the dumbbells on your shoulders. Then there is what are called scapular retractions, which is kind of like just that military pose where you puff your chest out and you're squeezing your shoulder blades together. And I usually do that with a resistance band. I'll hold it horizontally across my chest. And so I'm like standing in a T form with my arms out straight to each side and then squeezing the shoulder blades back with that resistance band in there to get a little more strength in the back um and then there's uh some some push-ups in there which you can do traditional style or if you can't you can always do them on your knees or even if that's tough for you that you can do that on a diagonal against a wall and then last i do um a, an ab exercise that i call pelvic arch and scoots where you're laying on your back and you're on the floor with your knees bent, so your knees are bent, and then you're flat on your back. And then you would just gently arch the back, but without lifting the butt off the floor. So the butt stays, this is only in the lower back. So it arches up, and then you would scoop down where you'd flatten the back as if you were squishing, let's say, a bug underneath you on the floor. So you'd be totally flat, and then you'd lightly arch the back and then go totally flat and then arch alternating like that. So that's why it's called arch. And then you're kind of scooping the belly in when you flatten the back. That's why it's arch and scoop. So then those six things, you can rotate them. I usually start with like 12. If you haven't done it before, you know, maybe starting with a, a set of 12, um, 12 reps, excuse me. And then you could increase 
the sets or the reps over time. But that little series works nicely. And then for cardio, just even if you're at home, you do have a dog, you have to walk the dog. Um, and then any little errands that you have to do even around the house, just try to build in extra steps wherever you can, like make extra trips out of something. Uh, if you have to go in the yard to check something, if you're on the phone with someone, walk while you're on the phone, just around the house or around the yard. Um, you can try to sneak in those extra steps. And then when you have to go on an errand, try to park farther away, try and use the stairs when you're somewhere rather than the elevator. If it's not that many flights and you know you can do it. So the, having that little pedometer can give you that feedback of how you're doing and how you can keep building up your steps. I'm going to <laughs> I'm going to put that one, the arc uh, of the back one. I'm going to start doing it tomorrow when... I, so I have to stretch every day for my lower back, but we'll go that into a little bit. But I'm going to start yeah. doing that one. That sounds pretty good. And then you say right here uh, about strict diets. And it's... Um, so uh, I don't... I have tried so many diets before. Uh, I think yeah. the, the worst one was the one that I didn't eat anything for a whole day. <laughs> uh, yeah. and, uh, I, I, it was the water diet or something. I forgot what it was. Um, but yeah, I don't think uh, I have come to the conclusion with uh, my weight problems uh, throughout my life that Uh, I don't know if diets work, but what it works is just don't eat too much and don't and eat fresh. Uh, that's pretty much my idea now. Uh, and I try to put that with my son. Uh, we don't, uh, unfortunately, the Latino community has a bad habit of drinking a, a lot of soda and uh, eating a lot of chips. So here at the house, we learned uh, from our mistakes, meaning other people's, other family members' mistakes. And Here at the house, we don't drink soda, we don't eat chips, and we try uh -huh. to balance my son's diet with a little bit of fruit, uh, a little bit of uh, vegetables whenever we can, of course. But uh, mm -hmm. uh, tell us about this. Um, what would you uh, be talking about, not about the strict diets and everything? Because I think it's something very important. I think the nutrition is a little bit more important than exercise, in my opinion. Well, they say what you're saying is is backed up by research that what you eat will maintain your weight better than exercise. Even though exercise is a component in maintaining a healthy weight, what you eat does surpass that in importance. So you are correct. Um, that is true. And what I recommend, because it's what I find is, a diet program that's been around for centuries is the Mediterranean diet and it isn't strict, but there is so much research supporting how healthy the Mediterranean diet is. And it's not the kind of diet that bans whole categories of foods, but it does a lot of what you said just in a general sense in that trying to have more produce and In the Mediterranean diet, the foundational foods are produce, fruits and vegetables galore, nuts and seeds, beans and legumes, and whole grains. Those are your foundational foods. So the majority of a plate or the majority of a cooking pot or pan would be of those really healthy, nourishing foods. And then as a complement, to those foods to add more flavor and more protein and stuff. You could have fish, seafood, low-fat dairy, 
and lean poultry without like the fatty skins. And then they say in very limited amounts, red meat and or sweets. So it's really just about eating whole fresh food and just knowing that the proportions of the healthy things is going to be the majority of your plate. And then you're complementing it with those healthy proteins and minimizing the foods that are bad for you. And it's not strict, but it's just, it's intentional and it's balanced. So I, I found that's the easiest thing to follow because it isn't super strict, but it gives you a framework. And it is that pyramid where those foundational foods are really the bottom of that pyramid, your produce, your whole grains, your nuts and seeds, and your beans and legumes. And it's delicious, by the way. I don't know if anybody has tried Mediterranean food. It's just amazingly delicious. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree. I love it. <laughs> Now, uh, if you would like to give me an advice personally to me about my diet, because I know what I suffer of. I suffer of overeating. So I suffer from anxiety, and I think I eat and overeat because I'm anxious to keep eating something that makes me feel good, right? So for example, and I'm being, uh, I think I've been, I have to train my mind into not overeat because I think it has to do with my mind. I'm positive it has to be a mindset that I need to change. And especially mm -hmm. because now that I'm getting older and I drink mm -hmm. a lot of coffee, I'm having acid reflexes. And let me give you an mm -hmm. example, like, Uh, two weeks ago, there was a fundraiser for my son uh, in, uh, for Blaze Pizza. And then my girlfriend brought three pizzas, right? One for me, one for him, and one for her. And mm -hmm. nobody told me to eat the whole freaking pizza, right? Especially <laughs> because he had uh, extra cheese and chicken, just the way I like it. And nobody mm -hmm. li literally told me, hey, why don't you just eat this whole thing? But uh, I just say one more piece, I'll be okay. And I ate the whole freaking pizza. And <laughs> I think I woke up later that night having acid reflexes due mm -hmm. for overeating. So I know that my problem is has to do with my mind that I overeat. Like if you bring me a pumpkin pie from Costco, I could eat the whole freaking thing in one day. So that's a problem I have. And I acknowledge that problem. And probably that's why I exercise so much. But any uh -huh. advice you will have for me, I guess? Yeah, and that's, it's, it's a very good question. And I think a lot of people can relate to that. And I have done that type of thing myself, too. And I'll tell you what I recommend and also how I handle it. Um, first of all, uh, first I'm going to talk about like just an idea like method And then I'm going to talk about the emotional component of it. So regarding just like a method um, that's just pure action-based, something that helps me is not having too much of it in front of me at once. So for example, if we don't get Costco desserts very much for the very reason that you said, it's because I have a hard time mm -hmm. controlling myself when it's there. But the times that we do do it, what I've learned to do is we cut it up when we get it and some of it goes right into the freezer right away so that it's not all fresh waiting to be devoured. <laughs> so it helps to portion it out and set some of it in the freezer right away. And like you with the pizza, 
for me, I would have to, to stop myself from wanting to eat the whole thing. I would be like, okay, I want to take half of this home. And I would ask for the to-go container at the time it's served and put half of it in there so that I can take it home and it's ready to go home and it's, I'm not looking at it. So that's like an action thing that tends to help me is to just not have it all in front of me fresh and to put some of it away right away. Um, and as far as the emotional component, you know, if you're doing that based as like a soothing for anxiety, that also, of course, it's relatable. We all do it sometimes. Food can be a comfort. You know, that's why we call it sometimes comfort foods. There are certain comfort foods. But um, I think the key is trying to be very aware of a few different ways that you can blow off steam and release stress and deal with troubles so that comfort food is just like one of many things that you do. And it doesn't become like the go-to thing because then that does cause the rebound stress because then you've opened overeaten and then you feel bad about that. So if comfort food is kind of like a once in a while thing, but then you've cultivated other go-to strategies for when you're stressed, like for example, some form of exercise, even just going for a walk, um, anything where you move your body, it's proven that moving your body and releasing energy releases both mental and physical stress that's stored in the body, both. So it's really helpful if you can do any form of exercise when you're feeling stressed, or if you don't want to do that or, or can't for whatever reason, journaling is another great way. Like if you first just go crazy and write out everything that's bothering you in <laughs> raw form, you know, and then after you've gotten all the crazy out, you know, then you could start to say, hmm, you know, how might I handle this? And I think I'm learning this or there might be a lesson that or maybe I could try this and you journal that. It gives you some space from the problem. Now you're looking at it from a little bit of a distance and thinking about that problem separately from you. It's not part of you. You're, it's on paper and there's distance and that can be helpful. And also sometimes music, that's another thing that I mm. use. Like if I'm sad and I hear a sad song, hey, someone else has been there. They wrote that song. They went through it too. You know, they understand. And other people who love that song like you do, they've been there. You know, other people can relate. You're not alone. And then after you've kind of heard those difficult, sad or angry songs, then you might hear something that's a little more neutral. And then you might work up into something that's a little more upbeat and positive. And that all that, like in a succession, can help make your, you know, anxiety and your mood start to change. So just keep like a list of things. Those are some examples that I have in the book. And those are things that help me. Um, but maybe there's other things that you like that also take stress out. And then if you keep a list of those, then you have all these different strategies for when you feel overwhelmed or stressed and it's not going to always then be comfort food. Well, I got to buy this book because you're speaking my language. I think you wrote this book for me, but uh, so I need to go buy it right now. Like, seriously, uh, it's funny because like, uh, I, I, um, so I have lost a lot of weight since I was, uh, since I quit drinking. It wasn't immediately, but uh, I always tell people that, you know, it's for me to get in shape. It took time. It took a couple of years. So it's not a, a one thing and, and done thing. Right. So, right. you know, 
Uh, I always say that uh, if you want to get in shape, it's not going to be overnight. It could take a year, two years. Uh, if you want to mm-hmm. lose weight, um, you know, there's no way you could lose weight and keep it for if you do it in a month. You know, like it's 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 all in the mind. Uh, the yeah. Your mind will help you shape your body and shape your mind and uh and and your diet and your exercises are going to you know come from the mind so big steps in your image and your diet and your exercises are going to come from the mind and it's going to take time and i always tell people hey i'm just giving you an advice but i'm just telling you right now that it's not going to be easy and it's going to take a long time because i've been through it so do you what do you yeah. think i yeah i agree it's uh it is a process and i it, it is a process and it, it takes effort but yeah it's not an overnight thing yeah you're totally correct <laughs> i'm telling you this book was uh written by me uh and <laughs> i mean for me sorry no it was written by you and by the way uh, where could people get your book because i want to get it right now oh thank you um it is on amazon uh, so just going on Amazon, searching my name, Cynthia, and Hay is spelled H-E-Y, like Hey You. So if you search Cynthia Hay, it will come up, and, and it is called Soft Health. And also, if you probably if you searched Soft Health, it would come up also. Nice. And so yeah, Amazon is, is the main thing. And I, I have a paperback and, and ebook versions, either or. And where could people find you on, or on your social medias? Oh, um, well, I have a website, um, and that is uh, com and DC for Doctor of Chiropractic, PC for Professional Corporation, um, because as you said, I'm an entrepreneur. I recently started practicing independently. I had previously, uh, you know, been an employee within a group and just just recently now that I'm at middle age and I released this book, I figured I guess it's time to be independent. Um, so that is my professional website. Um, and I am on LinkedIn and Twitter. And on Twitter, it's at Cynthia Hay 2 And then LinkedIn, it's, it's just under my name. And I did recently go on Instagram also. And, and I believe that's also at Cynthia Hay 2 I'm pretty sure I kept that same I'm, I'm kind of new to, to Instagram, but I'm figuring it out. <laughs> uh, but you know, it's uh, even though you said it's your middle age or in anything, but I always tell people it's at, at least you're you're starting. Who cares what time? <laughs> Who cares? Like when people tell me, oh, I need to buy all this stuff to start a podcast. And I'm like, no, you just need to start a podcast. Use whatever you have. Like that's the beauty about entrepreneurship is that you could start anytime, and especially if you love something and it could bring mm-hmm. money to the table, just do it. That's the whole purpose of this podcast, to tell people, hey, we could do it. You could do it. You maybe have something that you don't know you could make money out of. So why don't you make mm-hmm. that a career? Of course, it's not going to come easy, as we just spoke about your physical shape and stuff like that. It's just going to take time. But, you know, Cynthia yeah. Hayes right here is an example that she's doing you know, things doesn't matter what time or or the time of her life and everything. But about you be, being a chiropractor, I have so many questions. Well, I actually, like, it's just so many relatable things. I The first time I saw a chiropractor, I was 18. 
and uh-huh. it was right after the 9-11 uh, uh, events. And mm-hmm. I remember I was in fresh out of uh, uh, high school and I was in college. And one day I just felt a little pain uh, on my left lower back. And the mm-hmm. next day I woke up and, you know, you open your eyes and let's go to the bathroom or do something. And I couldn't move. So uh-huh. I, I opened my eyes and then I made a certain move. And I, the worst pain I have ever experienced coming from my back hit me and i'm like who wow so it took me two hours to go from my room to the next door which was the restroom and i literally peed like a dog uh Mm. and uh luckily for uh for me uh (laughs) there was a chiropractor in the corner by my apartment building and Mm -hmm. i showed up to the chiropractor and my body was shaped like an u so basically (laughs) i don't know if uh making the good example but basically my head wanted to touch my my toes on my left side and the chiropractor uh uh, uh brought me in and he said let me check on you and he says oh you have a bulging disc and uh on your lower back and we're going to do a couple things to you right now that you're not going to like and but it's going to help you and that's the only way to do it so he basically uh did a couple exercises on me and yeah it was the worst pain ever in my life i wanted to like faint or something and and then he told me i'm going to teach you a couple exercises that you're going to need to do for the rest of your life and you gotta remember he's talking to an 18 year old and of course Mm. because the event was so traumatic i did it for you know every day for two months and then two years Mm -hmm. later same thing happened and this time I knew what it was. And then I had to go to a chiropractor and they put me on a machine that had like balls and they were going up and down my spine. And the guy says, yeah, you have a bulging disc on your lower back and uh, you had to do exercises. So um, that was when I was, I want to say like 22. So for about 16 years, every morning uh, I stretch and the mm-hmm. older I getting, the worse it's getting. And just to give you an example, if I'm playing with my six-year-old son on the floor uh, mm-hmm. for five minutes uh, and I'm sitting down like every other person will be sitting down with their legs crossed and your back hunch and I want to get up, I will get up like a 80-year-old will get up. Like I'll have to like e- either push myself a little up and my whole body is shaped like a U again. And I had to like start going up little by little. And then, of course, grab my hips like an old person and stretch. And this is like, it takes me like four, five minutes to get up. And I'm only 38. So you tell me <laughs> how bad yeah. I am. Yeah. Well, uh, you are... Uh aware that you have the disc issues. So you do have to be careful with certain things and sitting on the floor is harder on the back. If, if you need to be sitting on the floor, maybe get a nice pillow and put that um, under your butt. And then you, if you're sitting in the Indian style, just make an effort to not hunch over the way you're, you're hunching. And, and it takes effort. Like you said, that it, your natural tendency is going to want to round your back, but it's going to be squishing the discs more. 
But if you sit on a pillow and you try to keep your back a little more upright and then don't be on the floor too long, that will also help. Um, you know, don't, you could play a little bit on the floor, but then get up and walk around so that you're not too long in that position on the floor. It, it is, it is harder on the back. You're right. So you just have to try to modify a little bit. It's, it's, it, it's kind of sad in a way, because if you think about it, I'm, I'm a brand new dad and I have a six year old who wants to play and I didn't have a dad growing up. So when he wants to play on the floor and I tell him, okay, I got to get up and it's only been like 15 minutes and I feel like a piece of shit dad because I don't, I can't, but I had to tell him like, dude, like, otherwise I don't think I will get up. Uh, and I tell people like going back to what I was saying, the reason I stretch every morning and I, I do exercises for my upper body and, and things like that is because I have a bad back. And if I don't take care of this back right now, imagine when I'm, that's what I tell my girlfriend. I don't want to be rich. I just want to be uh, healthy and maybe afford the surgeries I'm going to need when I'm older. Because if I had these issues, uh, quote unquote, right now that I'm young, I'm going to be mm -hmm. bad, right? I mean, you tell me, am I going to need a big surgery back uh, in the future? <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't be able to answer that, unfortunately, like without seeing MRIs. And also, I, I, if someone is a potential surgical candidate, I would always work together with an orthopedic surgeon. You know, I wouldn't make the call 100% on my own. I, I'm really a proponent of professional teamwork. Um, but some patients can avoid surgery, some depending on what the MRI shows and how bad the bulges and or herniations are, some of them do. So I don't know the extent, you know, of your MRI results. And again, I would want to co-treat anyway, but regardless, you're doing the right thing by stretching. Just be a little more aware, I guess, when you If you if you are sitting on the floor and then you get up for a little, it, it doesn't mean that if you like take a few paces and stretch your arms out to the sides a little bit, then you could probably sit back down on the floor with your son for a little bit. It, it doesn't mean that once you get up, you can't sit back down on the floor. You know, you could just take like a little break, break it up a little bit so that you're not just too long with that compressive state. Yeah, I mean, But, I, I, I didn't mean you yeah. to put me to put you in the spot and tell me, yes, you need a surgery tomorrow. <laughs> But uh, you know what? And this, uh, it also, my, my lower back problems also, uh, you tell me if, if this is true. I believe that also my diet brings a lot of, of things to do with my own personal issues. So I have bad back. I had to exercise and stretch. And I stretch in the morning. Then I stretch mm -hmm. before I exercise. Then I stretch after I exercise. And if I don't stretch mm -hmm. in the morning, uh, one day I could wake up again and not be able to move. And I don't want that because it's painful. And if I don't, you know, if I don't work, I don't get paid because uh, I, I have part-time jobs. So basically that's what mm -hmm. it is. And the other reason I tell people that I take care of myself, I don't drink sodas, I don't eat red meat, and I try to eat healthy, even though I eat like a whole pizza once in a while. It's because I don't want to be overweight to put stress on my back. Um, do you think it's, it's a good thing that I'm doing that? Definitely. And it, it is true that the excess weight will put more pressure on the discs. That's true. And then also 
if your diet includes a lot of sugar, for example, Uh-oh. and a lot of red meat, those are both particularly inflammatory. And inflammation makes any disc feel worse. So the more particularly green things are the more green things you can be eating. It's, an, it's a natural anti-inflammatory. And so are most herbs and spices. So just season things up really good. And then you're getting some natural anti-inflammatory benefits from those herbs and spices too. Um, in particular, ginger, I'm sure you've heard of that. And turmeric, you know, those are really good if you can incorporate those at all. Um, but most herbs and spices do have some uh, anti-inflammatory benefits. So eating, the, eating those healthy foods makes a difference too. And less of the sugars and the red meat. What's up guys, Jose de la Roca here, and I'm happy to announce that I have partnered up with Live Bearded to share with you all the amazing products that make my beard feel and look this good. So go check them out online at livebearded.com and use my promo code de la Roca to get 10% off your order. Go check those guys out because they're amazing bearded guys just like I am, and they only have one mission, for the beard men to look, feel, and be their best. So go check them out online at livebearded.com and use my promo code DELAROCA to get 10% off your order. That is DELAROCA, D-E-L-A-R-O-C-A. Yeah, well, uh, I have a sweet tooth. And and not just anything, it's just my two... uh, I love uh, dark chocolate and pumpkin pie, so I could eat a whole pumpkin <laughs> pie. So I'm trying. That's the that's the whole purpose of I, you, you know. know I, I, lo- I love those too. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. And that's the whole purpose of you know, like I always tell people, look, I'm just trying to pass along, especially to people that I love, like uh, my girlfriend. Uh, uh, you know, one time we got in a fight because I was like. Look, the only reason I'm telling you for you to drink more tea, stop eating this, exercise, stretch, is because I want you to live forever. I want you to live longer. I, and if that is not love, I don't know what else is, you know? Like, if you, especially if you try to make your loved ones, you know, if you cannot change somebody, of course, but you always want to try and change and make somebody better especially your loved ones so i always tell people hey eat better and things like that but all you could do is you know just give him an advice like you know like i gave up on my mom because my mom was she suffers from weight issues and then years ago i told i told her look you you gotta stop eating the way you're eating and then now she has to drink all these pills but she doesn't want to you know get rid of that bread that famous bread that us latinos eat uh, but you know, it's her decision and stuff like that. All I could do is like, I tell my girlfriend, it's like, look, I'm getting in shape I'm getting better. And you know, if I could do it, so can you, and you know, Cynthia, I would just want to say thanks for stopping by and sharing all this knowledge because what you're doing, it's your book is amazing because it's going to help so many people out there. And I'm going to read it because even though I've thanks. been doing it for a long time, I still need tips, you know, like you gave me the ARC tips for I'm going to start doing it tomorrow. <laughs> and, you know, so many things that we all need to do, especially because I always tell people just love yourself. If you start loving yourself, you're going to change little by little. You're so right. I we really we're definitely on the same page, the same wavelength. I, I can relate to everything you're saying and you're doing your best to help your loved ones. And 
that's the best that you can do. You tell them things when you love them and you want to encourage them and, um, you know, but, but you can't force the hand, you know, you, you can be there as a loving presence with your guidance and hopefully, you know, when they're ready, they will. That's what you just pray for, but you're doing the right thing and you're doing it out of love. And that's a wonderful thing. So keep up all the great work that you're doing in your shows. And I'm inspired by your recovery because that takes, that takes a lot of work and you did a lot of work for that. Thank you. Thank you. And like I said, uh, if we entrepreneurs could do it, so can anybody. So I just want to say thanks for stopping by, sharing all the knowledge and showing people out there that, hey, maybe they have some knowledge that they could put it on writing and help somebody. So before we go, like, can you tell us uh, where to get your book again and where could people follow you? Oh, uh, thank you. Um, yes, uh, the book is on Amazon. And it's called Soft Health, a handbook for those who aren't motivated by killer workouts and strict diets. And you can find it under my name, Cynthia Hay, C-Y-N-T-H-I-A-H-E-Y is the last name, just three letters. And my website is www.cynthiahaydcpc.com. And I'm on Twitter at, at Cynthia Hay 2 and Instagram at that same handle and uh, also on LinkedIn just as Cynthia Hay. Well, Cynthia. So I'd love to thank you with anyone. <laughs> thank you. So go check it out. Thank you very much, Cynthia. It, it was an honor. So it was a pleasure. And I was so happy to finally talk to you. I had so many questions and it, it's yeah. an amazing thing that you stopped by and just to show people that, you know, you really don't need much to change little by little so thank you very much and everybody and go check oh thank you and check mm -hmm. it out you guys have been listening to LA Preneurs my name is Jose Jose de la Roca until next time goodbye <laughs>